0: In a previous episode, I discussed how immigration reform might occur with a united political front of immigrant supporters from diverse cultural backgrounds. Afterwards, several listeners and colleagues disagreed. Carlos, they said, your views are based on a pipe dream. They missed my point. I know that we may never be able to achieve perfect unity, but we can. And we should minimize the fragmentation and segregation in the House of Immigration Reform. Hi, I'm Carlos Patara. You're listening to the Immigration Mastermind. Thanks for joining. Without vigilant reflection, cultural pride transforms into cultural isolation and cultural isolation is utilized by immigrant opponents to undermine the chances for reform. Here are a few examples of cultural isolation in action. Back in 2017, the Trump administration issued a series of executive orders known as the Muslim ban. It kept immigrants from various Muslim majority nations from gaining lawful entry to the United States The collective outcry from other ethnic communities was relatively minuscule. As Afghan immigrants tried to flee their country after a failed 20-year war led by the United States, similar to the ordeal faced by Vietnamese and Cambodian refugees in the 70s, many immigrant groups were unwilling to support their relocation efforts. Cultural isolation also lends itself to unfair treatment sentiments. When the United States government began to deport Cuban refugees back to their home country, several Hispanic advocates from other countries openly cheered the demise of their protected status under the Cuban Adjustment Act. More recently, as the Biden administration attempted to assist individuals from Ukraine in the midst of military atrocities against their country, many immigrant advocates turned a cold shoulder to their pain because of an alleged white status. In short, I assert, a shirt, why should immigrant Group A be given a path to legalization when my immigrant and I do not receive similar benefits? It's an enticing argument. Yet, if one group qualifies for certain benefits and another does not, the solution is not to tear down good programs for those who qualify. Rather, immigrant advocates should work towards expanding which immigrants are included in those types of programs or push for the creation of new ones with similar benefits. Here is the deep danger overlooked by immigrant unfair treatment proponents. Their position reinforces the divide-and-conquer tactics of immigration reform opponents. Because reform is a zero-sum game, a divided house amplifies potential for legislation which does not serve the greater good of all immigrant communities. Cultural pride and loyalties are used to pit one immigrant group against another immigrant group. Most immigrants who seek entry to the U.S. act out of necessity. The degree of necessity differs from country to country, from immigrant to immigrant. Isn't that reason enough for immigrant communities to support each other? When immigrants from a variety of different backgrounds support each other, more inclusive immigration policies will emerge in other words immigrant advocates must minimize if not eliminate fragmentation and segregation in the house of immigration reform thanks for listening and remember to always keep your chin up no matter how difficult the road ahead seems because together we can make the world a better place one immigrant at a time